Hey everyone, Bob WP, episode 73 of Do the Woo. This is number two in a series. This is really fun because I get to uh, literally throw my co-hosts off the show during the regular episode, but then ask them to come back on as a guest. So they have to put on a different hat or or something. I, I, I can actually see Mendel and he is wearing a different hat, I think. Than I saw him last time. Of course, I don't remember that because that's been about a month. But anyway, we have a great show. I'm going to uh, drop in our community sponsor, WooCommerce.com. Before we get started into this, uh, you know WooCommerce.com. Uh, one of the things I just thought I'd bring up about them is if you're a developer or builder, you probably have gone to their uh developer resource portal. Just don't forget that for your clients and your customers that are new to WooCommerce or especially somebody you've talked to, that the regular blog has a lot of good Wooness on there at that level. So they can learn the basics of Woo and wrap their brains around that. So check out WooCommerce.com. And I'm going to just make one quick announcement before um, I bring on my wonderful guest here. And that is that we have set a date for the official relaunch of Do The Woo. So watch for that. That date will be October 6th. And you can see we're recording at a live studio right now. And there is social distancing going on. So, um, no, not really. Not, not at all. You know, that's um, that's that was all of Mendel's fans. Hey, Mendel. How you doing? <laughs> hey, Bob. Uh, I'm, I'm great. It's, uh, it's good to be here. Of course, I'm marking that date on my calendar. What date is that again, Bob? October 6th. October 6th. The relaunch of Do The Woo. I'm pretty excited myself. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to have you as a guest. You know, this is going to be fun because you've been on my other podcast before in the past. But, you know, I never have a chance to really talk to... Um, the co-hosts, and I don't think people always hear everything about, you know, we ask everybody else about WooCommerce, but it's nice to get the backstory and hear a little bit of what you're thinking. And just a little side note, just for everybody knows, uh, I believe the first time Mendel and I talked was over a Bloody Mary bar at WooConf. It was WooConf in San Francisco. I think we were in the basement of that, that cool space that they rented. And, uh, yeah, I walked I walked up to you and I said, "Hey man, let's chat." And we we had a bloody mary um and I th- I think it was like nine o'clock in the morning. Um so there's no reason, no reasonable reason we should have been having a bloody mary, but it was WooConf and it was fun and interesting and there were wonderful speakers and awesome topics and great content and cool artwork and you just, you know, having a conversation with you kind of just put the icing on the cake. So, no, well, that's that's nice of you to say after all these years. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> and just for the record, I am wearing a different hat um, than I was uh, than I do when I when I co-host. So, uh, so yeah, you actually you are seeing me with a different hat, Bob. Even though the rest of you in cool. the virtual world can't see me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, excellent. Yeah, that's that's good to know. So you are wearing a different hat, literally. Well, this is what we always start with. And I know that people get an idea of what 
you do, but I should ask you, Mendel, how do you do the woo aside from do the woo? Wow. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. One of the things that I've tried to do on this show is to not bring a whole lot of liquid web and nexus into it because I want to focus on the people that we're interviewing. Um, and so during this episode, I guess I'll, I'll talk a little bit about what I'm doing over at liquid web and nexus, um, and also how I do the woo, uh, in my personal life. So I am, uh, a developer advocate for agencies at nexus for WooCommerce. So I help agencies uh, onboard. I help them answer complex questions about uh, WooCommerce and about building on WordPress and WooCommerce for their online stores and uh, generally just try and be a helpful human over there at Nexus. So that's what I do. That's how I do the Woo in my professional life. Now, I do do some uh, fun little side projects to kind of keep my mind sharp uh, and so I, I, you know, I spin up um, print on demand sites and um, personal rental sites and things like that for camping equipment. Um, try and keep myself sharp with some online stores and some e-commerce stuff. And one of my favorite things to work on, this is super nerdy. Uh, one of my favorite things to work on is uh, WooCommerce optimization. I've been fascinated with that for, I don't know, the past five years. And, um, and now I'm starting to get into, um, I'll get back into writing code and, and building a couple plugins that might be, be helpful for the WooCommerce world in the future. So, um, I'm, I'm just all over Woo and that's, that's how I'm doing it these days. Wow. A couple plugins. Well, I'm impressed, <laughs> you know, I'm, <laughs> yeah, you know, plugins are, plugins are fun. And w- what, what happens is I'm, I'm doing work. Uh, for somebody at Nexus or I'm doing uh, something on my own, I'm playing around with WooCommerce and I realize there's something as simple as I can't see the inventory for um, all of my products in, in list view, which is super frustrating to me. Like, why can't I see my, my product quantities? I want to know what's in stock, what's not in stock. Um, but even more than that, I want to know, you know, what the product quantities are. Now I haven't looked to see if, um, if that option is a column that's just hidden, I would assume it's not. And so in, in that case, I, I might go um, write a little piece of code and, and uh, throw it into a plugin. And, uh, and you get enough of those things together and all of a sudden you have a, you know, a, a WooCommerce Tweaks plugin, which is, which is cool. So um, it's just stuff like that that I'm, I'm playing around with, trying to solve, solve problems for, for the world. Yeah. And you're joining the ranks of a lot of the builders here who come up with the idea because they need to solve it either for themselves or for their clients. And then it's like, hey, might as well do a plug in and give it to the world. So, um, so cool. You are an official guest and an official builder and you are going to do a plug in. So this is just qualifies you like 100% (laughs) as a guest. Yeah. (laughs) What is the backstory? You know, I've actually, I don't think, ever heard this of how you got into WordPress and then where did WooCommerce come along the road? Yeah. So it, it, it's a story that takes us back a little bit further than even my last uh, job, which you and a lot of people know about. Man, I'll, I'll touch on that in a second. But 
Um, so if you go back to around 2000, I built a social networking site in Iowa City, Iowa. Um, this was this was before um, Facebook and um, and all, all of those other you know Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, I think it was around 2003. I built I built the site. It was pretty popular. And what came out of that were a bunch of um, clients uh, that I was doing advertising for, uh, building simple websites for, and really trying to um, earn as much revenue as possible by helping small businesses um, build presences um, or actually just uh, add business to their books, right? And so uh, so I, I went through building sites by hand. Um, and then I decided, well, I'm, you know, as I got better at PHP, I thought, well, you know, maybe I'll, I'll include headers and include footers and started to build what was, um, half CMS and half not CMS, you know, just something, (laughs) something where I was reusing a good amount of code. And, um, eventually I started working with Joomla. And, uh, and I played around with Joomla for quite a while. I ended up using it on client sites. And um, I went to go work for a, um, a music company. And, uh, and I was working there and I was building, um, building sites for them. And at one point, uh, there were some issues with, with the Joomla sites, the, you know, content-based sites. And uh, at, at some point, it was difficult to, uh, to update the software. And, uh, and I ran into some, some problems that were not that great. I won't go into what those were, but they weren't that great. And, uh, and I, and I found my way to WordPress. And what I loved about WordPress is that WordPress was simple to update, right? Um, as long as you didn't do tons of modifications, usually the updates didn't break things. If you did, uh, modifications in the right way, right? So that's not editing core files. That's, um, that's creating feature plugins, that's creating child themes, that's doing all of the things that you should be doing as a non-cowboy or cowgirl coder and, um, and actually building things, uh, you know, in, a, in the way that they're supposed to be built for, for WordPress. And uh, so as, uh, as I got to know WordPress, I left that company, I went to go work for GoDaddy. Um, and, uh, and while I was at GoDaddy, I was working on other things. But I was I was kind of in my spare time playing around with WordPress and playing around with WooCommerce. Um, eventually, you know, when it became WooCommerce, and at at some point um, at GoDaddy, uh, because of my knowledge with WordPress and and uh, software development and things like that, um, I helped to build out their um, uh, developer evangelism program, which was which was cool uh, for WordPress in, in particular, which is when you met me. Um, at that, uh, that event in San Francisco, uh, at WooConf. And, uh, so I, I eventually left GoDaddy and I was working on my own thing, right? And my own thing was Geek Adventures, uh, where I built e-commerce solutions that would sell tickets to people to events and would sell clothing and, uh, would have them fill out their waiver online and would rent camping gear to them <clears throat> and really, really put my e-commerce knowledge to the test. So by the time I got to WooCommerce, I had been working on uh, ASP.NET systems that integrated with uh, Microsoft ERP systems that integrated with 
the web, right? Uh, done super enterprise complicated stuff like that. Um, I had helped small businesses work on their e-commerce websites, do online ordering, do online ticket sales and things like that. And then uh, started working on my own um, and building out my own uh, e-commerce stores. And around the time that I kind of decided, uh, hey, you know, maybe I should maybe I should dip back into this world of, of WordPress and WooCommerce because I was kind of missing it. Um, I talked to my my buddy Chris Lemma over at Liquid Web Nexus because I loved what they were doing with uh, managed WooCommerce as the first managed WooCommerce host. And I I said, Hey, what are you doing over there? I want a piece. Let's 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 do this. And he said, I've been waiting. I've been waiting like two years for you to for you to come here. And uh, and so I I went over to uh, Liquid Web Nexus and. Um, I've just had a blast playing around with the platform and all of the cool um, uh, add-on plugins and and performance tuning and all the all the fun stuff that uh, really we're doing at a at a different level than a lot of a lot of hosts out there. So, yeah. so that's the intense story, right? Like that's I don't know that spans like fifteen years, something like that, twenty yeah. years, but yeah. I got to say, you're a very modest person because there's Mellow Mendel. Everybody always has fun, especially when they meet you in person. And and just to know your experience now, your vast experience, everything you've kind of touched on, um, pretty incredible. I, I got to say, I'm impressed. When I was talking with Brad, our other co-host, last week, I was saying that each of you bring in a bit of different personality and perspective and experience. And that's what makes this podcast fun because I can often let you as a co-host or one of the other two run with the show many times because you connect with the guests, especially at that level as a, a builder, a coder, um, somebody that's really into the guts of things. So, so good stuff. And I appreciate you sharing that with us. I want to move a little bit to the, the space, but also to the, the podcast and you've been, you know, on the podcast since the beginning of the year as a co-host. And has there been anything like one big thing that has kind of stood out that you've heard over and over from Woo Builders or maybe that you've even learned yourself? Yeah. Um, I think the thing that stands out the most, uh, especially with Do the Woo, because you you do a great job of of getting awesome <laughs> awesome guests. I was trying to think of the name of its guests. Um, you, you do a great job of getting awesome guests on the show. And they are all not just builders, um, but they are people that have a lot of grit and a lot of excitement for what they do. They've clawed their way to where they're at. And in many ways, um, come from a super diverse set of of backgrounds and experiences with um, with the web in general, maybe not even the web, maybe in some cases more than just the web. Um, I the thing that stands out with Do the Woo is how willing the community is, um, and how willing people that are oh maybe um, on the outside of the community <clears throat> looking in, or maybe big shots um, in the in the greater web community, but how willing they are to come and talk and share their knowledge. Um, and, uh, and I also, I credit you a lot, Bob, because you're, you're such a well-known 
personality in the space. And I think a lot of people respect uh, what what you've done through podcasting, through um, disseminating information and teaching and helping and uh, and and just being a friendly face. And I, I think you can really see that in um, in the guests that have been on the show. You know, there have there have been people, um, you know, that that I know, um, of course, uh, you know, Brad himself is a big shot. But then, you know, I had a, a co-host session with Chris Coyer, right? He's he's uh, internet famous, um, and then you bring in these people that are that are that should be internet famous, um, that maybe aren't as internet famous yet, right? So uh, Shannon Schaefer from Purple Finch Studios. Oh my God, I loved that um, that particular episode. It was amazing. She's done like seventeen mm-hmm. things. Right. And then she starts Purple Finch Studio after she masters photography. Like it's 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 crazy. The the breadth and depth of not only the guests, but the conversations that you have on the show. And so um, what stands out to me is is the same thing that I've loved since I've um, first stepped foot in it. And that is uh, the WordPress community. Uh, the WooCommerce community and and the willingness of people inside the community to help each other and share information. Yeah, I well, first of all, I do like to just reach out to anybody. I mean, I don't look at you know who's going to bring you know some podcasters worry about how many how much listeners will a certain guest bring in. I need to get somebody big name, and sure, I, I've been fortunate enough to have some people drop in like that, but also. We can bring in anybody, anybody in the woo space, whether they're just trying to get into it now or they've been around, but they've been in the backgrounds for so long. And a lot of these people are, I know personally, they come to me, they maybe don't come to my co-host, but they'll come to me afterwards and say, you and Mendel made this so much fun. This was, I was nervous as heck. I, you know, so I've, I've been lucky to have picked three co-hosts that make bringing that extra comfort level. So between the two of us and whatever co-hosts, we've been able to make them feel relaxed. And some of them that say, oh, I don't know if I'll have much to talk about. It's amazing just how much they do have to talk about once you get them in that space and you don't put any pressure on them and find out that that thing that drives them and grow on that and get them excited about it. And that's where the conversation just goes. Hey, hey, Bob WP here. Thanks to the continued support of our community sponsor, WooCommerce.com. Here at Do The Woo, our next iteration launches October 6th. If you are a Woo builder of sites, products, or services, you're going to want to make sure that Do The Woo is at the top of your list. It's all about connecting the Woo builder community. I have a ton of great stuff in store for you to make sure, so stay tuned. Follow me on Twitter at BobWP and get some serious Wooness. And for your client sites, keep the WooCommerce Marketplace bookmarked for access to a huge variety of extensions that will fit almost any client need. Or if you have a Woo plugin yourself, might be time to consider the Marketplace. Just go to WooCommerce.com. And now back to the show. When I think about community, um, when I think about uh, how you pull people on the show that, um, you know, people might know, people um, might not know. I think one of the pieces of advice that I would give in a, a way that I 
try and live my life within the WordPress and WooCommerce world. And it's very much, I want to dub it like the Bob WP way of interacting with the, with the community. If you have information to give, give it freely. Give it freely up until a point. If somebody needs, you know, uh, 40 hours worth of, worth of time, then maybe uh, this, this is something that they might want to consult with you on rather than, um, you know, give freely. But um, if people have questions, give, give freely. If you are not known or you don't feel known, you're probably more known than you think. Um, but it doesn't matter anyway, because uh, people want to answer questions because everybody else wants to seem smart. Um, and, uh, and if you are known, go out of your way to give back whenever asked and also give back when, um, when you're not asked to. And I, I think, I think you've really embodied that Bob in the, uh, guests that you've brought on and in, in including us as co-hosts. Uh, I think that's a, that's a special way that you've kind of led your, WordPress and WooCommerce life, at least as long as I've known you. So I, I think it's, I think it's awesome. I think the show's been really fun up until now. I just hope you don't screw it up in the next few months. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Have the three of you. I've <laughs> got to have somebody oversee me because I, you know, who knows what direction I'll go. But um, anyway, thank you for the kind words. That's that's very cool. You had talked a little bit about the show you loved. Let's just revisit that a little bit as far as maybe why you liked either, you know, and, and they're all great shows. I'm, it's hard to, you know, I'm putting a lot on the guest as saying, you know, which one or two you might uh, really remember, but I just thought it's good to just hear a little bit from, you know, what show stands out in your mind. Yeah. The, the two that I think about in recent history are, uh, Sandy Baddock. That was episode, uh, number 60, where we talked to her about, uh, WooCommerce meetups and, um, and kind of the whole idea of, you know, lesson plans and learning, um, within, within the meetups. And then, uh, like I mentioned before, the one with Shannon Schaefer, that was episode 69. What stuck out to me about both of those is the, the incredibly diverse background of both people and all of the things that they did to get to the point at which they are and at which they're being successful. And so I think the, the cool example that they've set um, in how they've built their lives and their livelihoods around um, WordPress and WooCommerce is is that they took the experience and the expertise from other dimensions of their life, right? Uh, other types of work that they've done, hobbies that they've had, ways that they've uh, approached work in the past, and they've continuously reinvented what they've been doing to get to the most successful place. It's almost like continuously optimizing for what it is that they care about what they love what they enjoy doing and just this continuous reinvention i think i think those two people that i've spoken with on this show in particular embody this um this idea of you know the the iterative agile process of creating awesomeness within um within your livelihood and so i I love it. I find stories like theirs inspiring and the way that they've, they've grown, um, inspiring. And I'm sure, 
you know, if we were to have them on the show in a year or two years, they'd probably be working on something new or an upgraded version of whatever they're working on now. Um, and I think that's, that's super fun to watch. And it's a super fun thing to try and keep up with. Yeah, and I totally agree. There has been guests over the years that I've done podcasting that I've had on um, more than once. A few of them actually been two or three times. And it's always interesting, no matter what time span it was, sometimes it was maybe even a couple of years or maybe it was a year or less to see where they're at and what they're doing now. Uh, it's it's fun to watch them grow, just like you said. And speaking of how we grow and what we've done, what I want to do is move this towards having you tell us something that the people out there, our listeners, don't know about you both professionally and personally. Tell us the, the dark, deep secrets of, of Mendel. Um, yeah, so professionally, I'll, t- I'll tell you a, a story. Very few people know this. There, there are a couple people that know this, but for the Internet's debut, the summer, uh, maybe it was two or three summers before um, I went to go work for the music company, um, I still, I still had clients. Um, I decided to, uh, go to the Lake of the Ozarks to be a, um, a camp counselor and, uh, take some special needs kids or campers, um, to some, uh, on some fun adventures, uh, some in, some in Colorado and some elsewhere. And, uh, I had this Jeep at the time and one of the windows uh, didn't roll up all the way. Um, I purchased the Jeep from uh, from somebody, and it 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 got T-boned um, before I got it. And so um, I was rolling around with this real beat up Jeep. Anyway, um, I was I was hustling at during the day. I would I'd be helping uh, these kids out, and at night I would go work on. Um, web development. I go update client websites and things like that because I was I was hustling both at the same time. Well, when I got back from uh, when I got back from uh, Colorado and got back from the Lake of the Ozarks, and I was back in Iowa City, I decided, you know, it's summertime and I've been camping for the past month. Why not keep camping? And so I um, I had a printer. I packed up my my apartment. I had a printer in in the trunk of my jeep um i actually had a cat at the time um and uh and i i would take the cat camping with me at some point i decided that was um not the best way for the cat to live so i i uh i took the cat to a a no-kill shelter um uh and that's that's one of the the sad moments of that uh experience but i remember uh you know when i wanted to um, when I wanted to prepare to go see a client, I would get a cheap motel. Um, I would take a shower, get a good night's sleep. And I would take that printer from the back of my Jeep and I would plug it in and I would print all of my collateral. Right. Um, so the packages and things like that. I, I, I recently came across the actual, um, uh, packet with all the packages on it, which was pretty, pretty awesome. Um, but anyway, I'd print it out and then I would, I would go to my, my client's office and I would, I would pitch them on a new idea or a new concept for their website. And, uh, that's how I lived, uh, 
for um, for a few months uh, until one of it started to get cold. And I, I was still in this mentality, you know, that I was just going to be scrappy and not get an apartment. And at one point, one of my clients who was similar age as I was, he said to me, hey, Mendel, um, I just I just bought a townhouse. He said, you want to you want to rent a room in my townhouse? And I said, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sure. Uh, I And I, I was a little reluctant, right? Because he's a he's a client. Now he's now he's an old friend. But um, I ended up uh, renting a room from one of my clients, uh, so that I wasn't the roaming the earth web developer. So it, it, it's a, it's a crazy story. It was a funny time. And, um, yeah, not many people know that, but I guess I just put it out into the world. So there you go world. Yeah. That gives it a whole new meaning to, um, Mendel, the web developer. That's right. You know, that little bit of time, but (laughs) yeah, that'd be interesting. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So how about something kind of on the personal side? Hmm. Uh, yeah, I guess, I guess on the personal side, there's nothing I really like more than just having, um, a deep conversation with, with other people. And sometimes as many people can be with themselves, um, I'm very critical with myself. Uh, and sometimes I look at the conversations I have and realize that I shared more about myself than that person shared about themselves. And that makes me feel nervous and worried, um, that, that I didn't get as much, uh, get, get to give them as much of an opportunity to talk as, as I, as I had. So mm-hmm. I guess on a personal side, um, I have, I have insecurities about conversations and meeting strangers and, and, and public speaking and uh, being on podcasts and saying um too many times and all of those things. And I think everybody that speaks publicly has those worries and insecurities. And I think it's important for uh, the world to know that while I am not the best public speaker and I am not the most famous person in the world, um, a lot of people see me doing things like giving talks and speaking and, and all that stuff. And while I love it and I love sharing knowledge and I love learning from people, there's always a voice in the back of my head that keeps asking me, did you do it right? Um, should mm-hmm. you have said that? Should you not have said that? So I think, you know, on a personal level, that's, um, that's something that both drives me to be better and also um, creates anxiety for me. Yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. I mean, myself, I can relate to it because there is I, always questioning, uh, you know, did that conversation, did that, that talk go right? You know, did I go off on the tangent there? What were people thinking? Uh, you know, I, I tell people that, when I first started our previous business, and this was, you know, in the what early '90s, I was really involved with Chamber of Commerce because we were a local business marketing business. And I remember going to networking breakfast where we'd sit around a table, and there'd be like about ten people, and then they would go around, and you would have to stand up and give your elevator pitch. And I could not think of anything or listen to what anybody said because my gut was just in a big knot 
waiting for that moment that I had to stand up and speak for, you know, 60 seconds or something like that. And yeah, it was just, I, my face would get all red and, you know, I'd start feeling almost nauseous. It's like, Oh, and I'm just watching, you know, as a person next to me finally says something, I know it's my turn. And then I get up and, you know, half the time I'd feel like, or most of the time I feel like, boy, I really blew that. I sounded horrible. And, you know, I just kept making myself do it. And you get to that external comfort level that people are looking at you like, okay, cool, you know, and where you can maybe listen, but there's always that point where still you get that, you know, this is my turn. Yeah. Whether it's standing up in front of a crowd or whatever. And if there's a lot of people, yeah, it's just, I don't think, you know, I'm sure there's some people that handle a lot more, but I don't think it's almost human to not have a little bit of anxiety and the heart rate go up a little bit because, hey, you're putting yourself out there, you know, no matter what. And whether it's even a conversation one-on-one with somebody you don't know, there's, um, yeah, there's times you just, whoa, was I talking too much? I've done it. I've stopped, you know. Well, I gotta I'm mentally I'm thinking I better shut up, you know, and let this person tell me a little bit about themselves. So yeah. I can totally something that my uh my wife reminds me of a lot is, you know, I'll walk away from a conversation, and I'll say, Oh my God, I, I just stuck my foot in my mouth or I said the wrong thing, or I you know, I I hope they didn't take that the wrong way or something like that. And she says, Listen. Most people are so focused on themselves that they don't, they don't, uh, they don't even hear it. You know, they're not thinking about it, which is always a reassuring thing to think about, you know? So, so these days I try and think, you know what? Yeah. Yeah. I said something a little silly. The people that know me will realize that that's just one of my quirks. And the people that don't know me hopefully are paying too much attention to themselves to notice so, uh, so yeah, yeah, that's a good golden rule to live by there. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> all righty. Well, this has been fun. Glad I was able to get you in, in the guest seat. And also I, you know, and I, it, for me, it also gives me a chance to publicly thank you for coming on at the first of the year. You know, we've known each other for several years and it was, um, you were a perfect choice in the um, lineup and it's been a blast and I hope you, you know, hang around or I don't scare you off in the near future or anything, but uh, um, you know, and even with your insecurities, you do a great job. <laughs> people enjoy it. People love coming on and talking. Like I said, uh, guests love who I, all three co-hosts and I think I've, I found three jewels. So um, with that said, people will, need to know where to connect with you. They always know where to connect with our guests, but how about um, the best place for them to, you know, touch bases with you? Uh, so you can touch base with me personally uh, at, if you will it on Twitter, if you will it.com on the internet. Um, if you need anything, need some advice, need some help um, optimizing your site, whatever it is, just give me a shout. Um, I'm here for you and I'm available. Uh, and, Part of that is because uh, Liquid Web and Nexus pays um, pays me a salary to not only uh, help Liquid Web and Nexus customers, but also to um, help people in the community that that need help with e-commerce and with WordPress and things like that. So um, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Nexus.net, N-E-X-C-E-S-S.net, um, is the website for the company that 
pays the bills while I talk and tell you crazy deep secrets about my life. So cool. <laughs> sorry, sorry for that um, uh, unpaid advertisement, Bob. <laughs> oh, that's it. Perfect. Actually, it's it's good because I want to thank them too because I know that they have granted you permission to come on here and do be a co-host once a month. So um, I um, reach out to them. And of course, you know, I will mention they are my host, the host for our sites. So um, I have a special place in my heart for that company as well. Well, everyone, we are launching again. I said before, October 6th, want to thank WooCommerce.com one final time for their support. They've been ongoing support since the beginning of the year they're going to be uh, continuing their support and we'll be having a lot of cool people um come on in fact the uh let me think of what week it is the week of the launch that week we'll be having alan who is a, a developer advocate at woocommerce come on so we'll be able to pick his brain and see what he's up to and some good stuff and, and even do more woo so Appreciate everyone joining us. Uh, We'll be um, back next week with Jonathan, our third co-host. Hear a bit about what Jonathan's doing, and we'll be announcing a bit more about what you can expect with the new Do the Woo. So until next time, take care.